Okay. So, the last show that I reviewed was Elite Season 3. And, uh, I... I don't remember how if I loved it or not. Because, um, you know... When you have more time to reflect, your opinions change. Um, but... That's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about my favorite TV show. My favorite TV show goes by the name of Ozark. The season 3 came out and I didn't watch it immediately when it dropped. That's why this review is a little late. Um, I should have watched it when it dropped, but I've been going through a lot right now. So I was trying to watch it when I was in a better place. But I guess I just couldn't hold out anymore. <laughs> and I caved and I watched it. And I absolutely adored it. Um, things like TV shows like this that I have a lot of love for. It's hard for them to follow through on my expectations. Because you know with season 1 and season 2. I was like oh my gosh the show just got so much better. And season 2 it heightened everything. And it blew my mind. And this season was so much better. I loved it. Like I really want to rewatch it like right now in fact. But um, I won't. <laughs> um, there are some parts that were predictable to me, but in a way that like I was still shocked when it happened because of how they executed it. One and two, they kept staring me in another direction. Um, there's a lot of scenes that were art. I think I should talk about my favorite scenes first, um, and then I'll go through like characters and plot points that and stuff. But um, here we're going with the scenes. There's season three, episode eight, I believe. Um, a lot, a lot of these episodes have beautiful scenes, but I'm going to be talking about a few of them. Um, because I can't remember all, <laughs> but season three, episode eight, um, Ben is, is leaving the hospital, I believe. And he is just rambling. He's rambling on about, you know, um, being unfortunate in life and how, you know, you never get. You never get uh, what you deserve despite the fact that you're trying and all that. I mean, that's what I got. That's what I took away from it. Disclaimer, I yawn a lot when I talk a lot. I don't know why. Maybe it's a thingy or something. Have not looked it up, but if that bothers you, I'm so sorry. Um, so back to the scene. Uh, yeah, so he just, he's rambling, he's rambling, and the, the camera's focusing on him. Uh, and he, he's not like he's just on a tangent and um a lot of his behaviors uh when he stopped taking his meds i absolutely adore how it shot um but for this scene it just took the cake like it blew my breath took my breath away blew my breath away <laughs> took my breath away and i was just i absolutely adored it um there's something about uh, how he was just talking and talking and talking. And you never get a response from the uh, taxi driver. Like, uh, there's a moment where Ben looks down and he sees an American flag and he's like, you're a veteran, right? And that takes him on a whole other tangent about, you know, um, about uh, a homeless veteran that he saw or something. And then he starts talking about his dad and how he's like, you know, my dad wasn't great. And from Wendy's um previous talkings about him he, you know their dad was a pastor and um so ben being mentally ill 
and um usually uh that's not very accepted in um the christian community i don't know if that's the way that it was for their family but based on the way that they talk about it it was not um something that anybody knew how to handle well um so yeah that tangent was beautiful it just kept going kept going kept going and i really like that there's another scene where um you know where wendy is like left bent to die and she's crying in the car and you know marty's talking on the phone trying to encourage her to come home and he's like do you hear me and they just they just kept playing this uh reoccurring theme and it had a similar um similar note pattern not all the way through but like two notes it was like a i think like an augmented chord into the resolution of it um but i'm not sure uh that's how it sounded <laughs> and it reminded me of mitski's two slow dancers um and it was just like it kept playing and i loved it it made me absolutely emotional um there's another scene where marty gets when marty gets taken and ruth and ben chase after him and they stop when the um somebody comes out of the car with a gun and then they do the scene over in the next episode and it's from the perspective of the people who kidnapped marty that was beautiful um uh something that was really really um interesting to me was the flashback to marty's childhood life and how everybody's like oh he's fine after he came out but he he was absolutely neurotic you know and you could see him slowly losing his resolve but um marty is a problem solver you know that's kind of one of the reasons why he works so well at what he does you know he's always able to help them get out of what they're getting into I also really loved the scene where Nelson goes to Sue and he's like, I have a stray dog in my yard. Oh, that was like chills, 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 chills. Because, you know, he's talking about her and he pulls out the gun and she's like frozen. She's like, no, like, whoa. Um, but that paralleling the scene with um, the paralleling the whole dog, like every single time there's a dog, um, they were signaling signaling at wendy having to kill ben early on in the season where she like kills a dog and then she marty's like you know come with me and she keeps keeps saying i can't and you know that was her, her nightmare that she was going to be pushed too far and she wouldn't be able to come back and that happened with ben um uh there's another part where the stray dog with nelson um there's the stray the dog again i think that um when jonah like shoots the gun through the window i think he kills the dog because it says like a dog barks but um you know how would the dog bark if he got sh i guess dogs can bark if they got shot but they aren't dead yet i don't know but like they kept being the dog thingy and it was very interesting to me um yeah uh losing my self for a moment sorry um now I'm going to be talking about characters and their plot points. Um, Ruth, as always, I loved her. Um, I do 
think that she did the right thing in leaving Marty and Wendy because um, it did hurt her a lot to be with them. She did lose a lot being with them, but I do think that Wendy was also right in telling her, you know, like, oh, it's always everybody else's fault. Um, I do think Ruth has trouble looking at, um, examining what choices and consequences are going to be when you make a certain choice. Like, for example, she wanted Marty and them to go after, um, Frank Jr. physically. Uh, they did what they could by ending, like, cutting ties with them. And I feel like that's the most that they could have done that would have left everybody safe. The reason Darlene was able to do that is because Darlene um, and Frank never really had a relationship before. Um, for them to hurt Frank, to kill Frank, not to hurt him, like Darlene did, but for them to kill Frank, which was what Ruth was asking for. She wasn't asking for anything else, really. <laughs> she wanted um, them to kill him. For that to happen, that would have um, started another conflict with Navarro and the Casey mob, and they did not need that. Uh, I think that because they valued her as a daughter, because Marty valued her as a daughter, um, it got very complicated when it was time for them to do things like that, but I don't think that what she, what she realizes in her youth and her, um, her, in her position of power, because she's not at the top, is that doing things like that, especially since that's not in Marty's character. I think that's what some, what everybody forgets. Um, Marty is not a killer. <laughs> like, at all. Like, Wendy, a little bit more ruthless, a little bit more reckless. That's what they fight about. I will want to talk about that after, but yeah. So, she's been in situations like this them before they acted appropriately and there's not really not much that they could have done um besides that darlene was able to do it because she's you know she's pretty well protected i think i would say and it wouldn't have like she knew how to spin it like um what's it called like i feel like killing the leader of the casey mob son like, Marty is not the leader of the Navarro. She's just a, a player in their game, which is a, an, another thing I want to talk about. Everybody, everybody, everybody kept saying that Marty is a game player. And I thought that was interesting because uh, that's what... It's not what it is to him. Like, all of this is in a game. It's real. He recognizes the gravity of the situations, but I think that um, him being so invested in games, that's the reason why he he got into money laundering in general, you know? It was something that he could um, do and get control of, and he likes to have control, and uh, I feel as though the reason for that being, you know, when his father died, he says... He said to Buddy in season two that he didn't get to say goodbye to his dad and that um, affected him greatly. And, you know, he was trying to control a game and play a game and get some semblance of control over his life at the time. And when he comes back, you know, his dad dies. 
and he he tries to get it back again after he was kidnapped. Um, he says that he wasn't very hurt and everything. <laughs> he downplays his pain because he he needed to focus on like saving their lives again. Um, and I loved him this season as always. I don't really have like um everybody's problem with Marty all the time is that he doesn't take uh, a big enough stance on things that he always takes a, a safe, calm, and controlled route out. Like, he's not willing to sacrifice big things in order to get results. And um, I don't see that as a problem. I see that as the only reason any of them have ever been kept safe. You know, he's always level-headed even when he's not. And, um, that's, he holds them together, whether they want to admit it or not. So when, um, Wendy, who I don't like, I don't like Wendy, I've never liked Wendy, um, I knew I didn't like Wendy in season one when he told her, like, that their lives were in danger and that they needed to move, and she tries to take money out of the bank so she can run away with the person she's having an affair with, I was like, absolutely mad <laughs> um like how could you do this when he was just telling you um about how important it was you know um so yeah that made me realize that i didn't like her he's right she's completely reckless and um they're bringing up this thing with sue i love sue she's so iconic she's so funny to me i don't know why <laughs> But I just loved her. Um, because when she pulled up with the transformer, that was, I was like dying. I was like, oh, like old lady, that's what you want. Like what? Why? <laughs> and she could barely even start the car. Okay, but um, yeah. When they're arguing with Sue, they talk about how, um, you know, Marty doesn't want this because he he doesn't like. Like that, um, Wendy's powerful. And I'm like, no, 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 no. In my opinion, um, from an outsider's point of view, she wants power. She likes power because she's a politician. She's into politics. And every politician is a bit corrupt, in my opinion. So, um, you know, she makes moves like killing Cade and, um, killing her brother because she understands that politics come with a sacrifice similarly to similarly to how marty was is like if this is what has to be done it has to be done there's no other way um but he still doesn't want violence to be the immediate answer <sighs> what she doesn't understand is that um she was too reckless when after um, Ben dies and she's telling Marty that he was right, he was right. He wouldn't that she also was right in that they wouldn't have been able to be safe forever, but um, they would have been out for a while, and ultimately they would have been able to make a deal with the FBI if they needed to in order to get out. I believe. Um, I think it was completely reckless for her to keep her family, um, in. Ozark in the Ozarks because she wanted power. She liked that she had control, but um, 
I think that she misinterprets Marty's, um, Marty's, like, number one need for everybody to be safe as fair. She does. She said it. But, um, she, I don't know why she, like, she failed to realize that he wasn't, he was scared of what she would be willing to do, not that he didn't want her to be powerful. Like, when she was, um, getting back into business and she's, like, with Char Charles, um, and she was being powerful. He was in, endeared by it. He was enlightened, you know. He he liked that she had her her spark and everything. It was like he's fine with her having power. But when they work together, that's when they're best. She was undermining him and taking big risky deals, like contacting Navarro and all this stuff, and um, opening another casino, which caused the FBI to get on their trail. Um, and she just, like, she doesn't think about the consequences when she makes reckless decisions the way that Marty does. Um, I'm not a big fan of her because she's kind of heartless in an annoying way. It's like, um, I don't even know how to describe it, but, like, she was mad at Marty. Like, she told Marty, um that like he's just using it as a cover like he doesn't want to keep them safe and at first when he he joined it it wasn't about keeping them safe of course not he just he did it because he wanted to play a game or whatever but when it came when um when he got kidnapped like when his partner died for the first time um it became about wendy and the kids and he has always loved her and she's loved him as well, even though it hasn't been as constant. But I think because there was at a there was a point in time where she wasn't as devoted to him, but he was always devoted to her. I mean, I know in season two, um, he was with that girl for a little bit or whatever, but uh it's because it wasn't so full fledged or whatever. I'm not saying it doesn't count, but it's like like he wasn't, he wasn't doing what she did with her affair. Like, he was ready to run off and risk their lives and put people in danger. Obviously, at the time, she didn't really know the gravity of the situation. But, um, you know, like, I don't know what I was saying. Wendy, like, killed her brother. And he's, he's always there right behind her. Like, he says, he said, um, what's it called? He was saying to himself in the car, like, you, you know, you killed Kate and you're fine with it. And you, like, I don't, I don't know how to say what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just, she, she's very inconsiderate. Is that what I would say? Um, yeah, I don't, I do and I don't like them together. Because when they're good, they're good. But um, they need to work out their issues. And they should have kept seeing Sue, like, honestly and truthfully and blah, 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 blah. But I thought that was interesting what he brought up about how, you know, she killed Cade and she was okay with it. She killed when, um, yeah, when Marty killed, uh, dang it, what, Mason in self-defense. She, she like, understood that's what he had to do, and he couldn't sleep over it. And, um, 
that's what I was saying. Like, why would Mar- Marty wouldn't go to a violent route? Like, that's not his thing. Even when something has to be done. And she understands that that's what has to be done. And she's able to deal with it. So it's just interesting because it's like not, I don't dislike her because she's just able to do anything without um any shut eye. But it's like, you're gonna, that she doesn't believe that Marty's intentions can can be pure. Even though she married him and she knows him. I'm like, in all honesty, it seems like she's the one who changed, even according to Ben. Um, I'm going to talk about him right after this. Um... When she didn't, she just subdued that part of herself because she was a stay-at-home mom and whatever, and she was feeling unfulfilled in life. I just, like, she became a danger to them, I guess, and she's, I don't know, too much. Yeah. I don't, like, she's not, like, my least favorite character or anything, but she just makes a lot of dumb decisions, so I'm not in favor of her. Um... I do like Jonah, and I didn't like Charlotte, but I like her now. I think before she was thinking about um, their situation in a different way. Like, she wasn't realizing that this isn't... I know, she was saying that, like, this isn't some normal teen life, but I don't think that she was realizing that because it isn't some normal teen life, she can't treat her parents like it is and try to get emancipated and stuff. And she realized that this season, and that was good. Um, I still like Jonah. I never didn't like Jonah. I liked how they did a callback to earlier. I think it's season one when they were worried about him killing animals and stuff. They're like, oh, what if he's like Ben? Then when we meet Ben, you can see that he isn't like him. <laughs> um, He isn't like him, but... The concern that was there, um, it was noticeable for a reason and stuff. Uh, ben was one of my favorite characters this season. I loved him so much. I thought he was um, definitely art <laughs> in terms of his acting and everything. Like, oh, I'm really going to watch the season again. I don't care. Like, such a good season. Um, I love that he loved Ruth. Him and Ruth were beautiful together. I was so excited for her to get somebody. Um, but there is the fact that he did, he, he, he decided to go off his meds so that he could have sex with Ruth and he knows what he's like off his meds. So it was crazy that he would take that risk and, um, you know, let it continue. What's also crazy to me is that Ruth never told him to go back on it. I know that she didn't know him without his meds or whatever, but like Wendy, although she can be a little cold and so it makes her untrustworthy, she that's not something that she would have lied about. You know, that's her brother. Um, it sucks that she had to okay him getting killed, and but it's like they would have just there was nowhere he could really go. They were gonna find him. And they were going to kill everybody else. And um, somebody had to die. And it just sucks that it was him. Um, Wyatt and Darlene, weirdest plot line. I was like saying, oh my gosh, this is going to happen. But then like it really happened. And I was like, no. Like I literally screamed like, no, 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 gross. But um, it was very interesting. Um, I think 
that she was painted as somewhat of a savior in the season. I think it's very interesting that also that Wyatt uh, made a blies um, and testify against her, against Wendy, um, in favor of Darlene. I know at the time he didn't know that she had killed her husband, um, but even when he figures out, he just moves on with it. And I'm like, I like I kept saying maybe he moved on it with it because he he uh you know he didn't want to get killed himself but uh, he seemed to be okay with it and I was like oh but you can't forgive Ruth for killing your uncle your dad and your uncle um because like how can you sleep in the same bed and have a person who killed her husband taking care of a baby like uh, she shouldn't have Zeke I do think that the birds should have had Zeke, um, especially after they talked about how they had lost a, a son, a kid, a son. I just said a son, a kid. Um, it would it was perfect for them to have Zeke. I, they were great with Zeke, and like I don't think I think she's a good mom, darling, but um, ultimately she is unstable, and. You don't know what's going to happen when Wyatt annoys her or when he gets older and she doesn't want to deal with him anymore, you know? So, yeah. Um, what else is there to talk about? Helen. I was never a big fan of Helen, but the season just solidified it. Um, I think that the fact that she is, uh, although she similarly to... I forgot about to talk about these parallels. Um, there's three relationships that echo Marty and Wendy's. Uh, no, uh, two other relationships that echo Marty and Wendy's. No, three. Ah, the casino owners. Oh my gosh, three. So there's the casino owners, um, Jean and Jean and uh, Helen, and then there's Darlene and Jacob. So Darlene and Jacob, all of these tales are about how the woman becomes too powerful and over, like, ultimately that destroys the relationship. Um, and I think that, uh, alright, right, I'm just going to discuss each relationship and say why Marty and Thingy are not like them. So, um, the casino owners, Marty, and talks to him and he's like you know like don't do this don't let your wife continue to make all the decisions for you and um recently wendy had been doing that Barty gets no the casino dude gets mad and accidentally kills his wife um the reason that marty and wendy aren't them is because they both throw stones at each other Mar marty's not um was not being emotionally abused um, by Wendy, in my opinion. Um, because, like, you know, she never was, she wasn't constantly telling him, like, he's the worst person in the world. And then he felt like he couldn't make any decisions of his own or anything. So that was an extreme case of them that um, they will not become. <laughs> um, Helen and Jean were, I keep saying Jean because I know somebody with that name, oop. Um, Jean, um, it was like, if, Wendy was almost going down that road, 
she was almost like becoming so much like Helen and that was what scared Marty. Unfortunately, Marty wouldn't have been able to leave her completely. They still would have, uh, if she was actually Helen, they still would have had to work together and everything. And the reason that she doesn't become like Helen is because when she has to kill her brother, you know, she absolutely breaks down and Marty's still there for her. You know, so um, he, he never, like, I, I guess they were never not, they never didn't still love for each other. Not that they were in love with each other, but they always cared about each other in a way that um, they wouldn't want to completely leave each other. So they wouldn't have been like them either. And it's like, also, Wendy is still human. She's not that far gone. Um, and then... Darlene and Jacob, that was almost them um, earlier in the season, you know, when, when she's also dreaming about him saying, <laughs> for come with me, and she's like, you know, I can't. Um, Darlene kills Jacob. She's in order to keep her business and her dream, and it's like uh, when Marty is in Mexico, they would have killed Marty if he had not been useful. And it would have been kind of the same thing as Darlene and Jacob. That didn't happen to them as well because ultimately the like Marty and Wendy are still having the same mind frames. It's just that Wendy's a little bit more power hungry than um, Marty is. So, it's very interesting to see all those parallels. And I like that they, they're still together through everything, even though I'm not that fond of their relationship. The reason that I don't like Helen is because she wanted her daughter... Like, oh, I thought that was so sweet that she wanted her daughter to, um, to care for her. She wanted to have a good relationship with her kids. But it's like... Lady, you're uh, you've killed so many people, or you've had so many people killed. Um, like you're not being completely truthful. You can't have that great of a relationship. When her daughter gets mad, um, and Marty suits her. That's uh, I like I like that scene because it's true. Like you know, Charlotte even tried to leave them, but ultimately she came back. Um. Um, and also she had a different, per it shows that Helen had a completely different perception of Marty and Wendy's situation. Um, and it's interesting to think, like, what if they had known all along? But it, cause, but, but it wasn't that serious in the beginning. It was just something that had eaten away at Marty, but ultimately kept his family having a good life, so he let it eat away and that's the another reason why it annoys me so much like of course there was some enjoyment to um marty doing this because he likes to mess around with numbers and blah blah blah, blah. um but you know it was just it was also an opportunity to make more money and give his family the life that he wanted um, it's weird how most of the women in the show are painted as, like, evil beings, <laughs> but men are too, of course, but it's like, 
if you think about all the pure women, it's only like Ruth is, and that's it. Um, yeah, so that's a little strange to me. I did like the new FBI agent. Oh my gosh. She was like actually really awesome to me. Um, one of the reasons being she wasn't like how Agent Petty and Agent Evans were. It wasn't like this vendetta where they were um, using people and allowing people to get hurt. Um, so just so they could get what they want. Um, yeah, so I really liked her. Like she was actually trying to help. And I do wish she would have been able to take the deal and would have been able to get out. I hope they get out. <sighs> and last point, Helen dying. I did expect it, but at the same time, I didn't expect it to happen when it did. I thought everybody's going to sit down and talk and then he was going to kill her. But like immediately he killed her. Um, I do think he killed her because she they stopped the war. Um, but also because she was trying to go behind their back and I don't think she knows what she's doing enough to control them and, um, to control the bird enterprises and not have Marty them there. Like, I, they keep underestimating the importance of Marty and Wendy together, like all of them. And uh, it was good to see the resolution. I have been talking for half an hour. Um, I'm going to stop now. Uh, my Money Heist review will be up soon. I don't know what else is coming back, but um, I hope you enjoyed this review. Again, top-notch show. My favorite season, and I definitely have to rewatch it because I know there's a lot of points I missed to talk about. Okay. Oh my gosh, I don't even think I said welcome back to Dan's You Can't Talk About TV Shows. <laughs>